to one in favor of the Maple Leafs here heading to the second period. I just love young people that have absolutely nothing to do but to listen to this broadcast. And when we come up with an, a completely ridiculous situation when we wondered whether the when's the last time elite goaltenders that had been drafted and developed by the Maple Leafs faced each other in a game. Well, one was playing for the Leafs. Yes, and one was playing for the opposition. Now, Nick McVicker went through it all and immediately came in here very proud to tell us that not since the draft in 1963 had that ever happened. But However, that, that, upon that, further review... Yeah, that he had found. <laughs> yes. In fairness, yeah. Fair. But upon further review, we came up with a... Uh, oh, we didn't. Well, no, no, of course we didn't. <laughs> Jeff Reese and Peter Ng played against Ken Reggett when he was with Pittsburgh. But then later on in 96, Damian Rhodes facing Felix Potvin, who would have been with the Islanders then, I would assume. As the puck is sent down into the leaf zone, Sharks get it back to the point. A shot by Middleton is deflected wide of the goal, and Brody gets it up on the wing, but not out. And a point shot from the... Far side, fluttered towards the front of the net. Barabanov, after the puck, got it back to the point. Middleton got a shot away, but it was deflected wide of the net. Now here's Riley getting it up on the wing, but Kerfoot can't get it out for him. Riley's going to play it back of the goal to Brody as the teams are changing. But some great spade work done, and that's the last one we can think of anyway. Or we, he can. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that game. I think I shut out Rochester that night. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. 57 shots? Yeah. Yeah. I I was going to say it's probably up around the 60 area. (laughs) Fed to the line, and now the Sharks bring it in over the line on the right wing and play it down. The Leafs defending the goal to our left, and the Sharks to our right on the radio screen as Muzzin curls in the far corner and makes a pass up the middle to find Matthews. In across the line, Matthews into the slot. Tried to make a pass on the wing. Looking for Mitch Marner, but it didn't work. Now Marner steals. In for Bunting. Oh, good pad save made there by Reimer. Pass to center ice is knocked out of the air by Matthews and brought back in over the line. Matthews into the slot. Doesn't shoot it. And then overskated the puck. Got it back again, but can't keep it in. And it's out into the center ice area. Baltzer's on the left wing, and a long shot is juggled at first, but then held by goaltender Joseph Wall. Well... James Reimer played with the Carolina Hurricanes the last couple of seasons. And there's a bizarre connection between goaltenders, talking about goaltenders, between the Leafs and Toronto. Where you had, obviously, Reimer was a member of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Peter Mrazek was in Carolina last year. He's with the Leafs now. Alex Nedeljkovic got traded from Carolina to Detroit for the rights to Jonathan Bernier, who's a former former Leaf. And, of course, Carolina's goalie now is Freddie Anderson. Here's Vlasic coming out of his own zone. Skates to center, shoots it into the Toronto end, around on the far boards it'll go, bouncing away. Sandine lost that sight of the puck and then now has it in the corner and gets it ahead off of Simmons to center ice. Vlasic back in his own zone. And a pass goes off a stick and into the... San Jose Shark bench and out of play. We talked about the last time that the Leafs were in California in 2020 of March, where the Leafs went 0-2-1. They scored only three goals in the three games. And the one point they got was a 1-0 shootout loss to the Los Angeles Kings. 
I asked you if you remembered a trip that was even worse. That was 2015, January. Peter Horacek was behind the bench. The Leafs scored once in three games in California. We're shut out in L.A. and Anaheim. And then, just for good measure, stopped into St. Louis on the way home and got shut out by the Blues. <laughs> the only goal was by Roman Polak. In the building the Leafs are in right now. They made it 1-1 in the first period, and they went on to lose that game. Now, having said that, as the pass goes towards the leaf goal and is deflected wide, all of that losing brought on a number 34 into the Leaf lineup. As Austin Matthews was the first pick overall in the draft. As it's played out and down into the Toronto zone, icing waved off as it's going to go right to Joseph yeah, Paul. Actually, 2015 was the Marner draft. Right. Okay. Right. Brought in over the line and fed in then by Nylander. Against the boards and backhanded around back of the net. Played back to the blue line by Nylander. And a shot from the point deflects in front of the goal and it goes wide. Middleton will get it up on the wing and out. There was a lot of losing in those days. Marner and Matthews became the two kingpins to start. And it has moved on to this point where tonight a Toronto victory will put them in a tie with Florida for first in the Atlantic and first in the Eastern Conference with Carolina and Washington as well. 31 points, and they've got a 2-1 lead here. Off a skate to center, grabbed off now by Toronto's Lilligren and fired into the dark zone. Leafs get to it first to play it around on the wall. Lilligren is there to send it back from whence it came. Now Bunting double-teamed along the boards, can't get it back, but it is held on now by Marner, who walks the line. Left-wing side, a backhand that didn't reach the intended receiver. Kept in, though, by the Leafs. Bunting back of the goal for Matthews. Matthews makes a great move to come out with the puck and couldn't get it out in front of the net to Bunting, but he finds Marner. Marner curls in the far corner to Matthews in front, and he let a shot go, and it might have gone off Bunting stick and wide. Kept in at the point by Matthews, and a shot in traffic is blocked. Lilligren looks for a man. Slides it back to the blue line to his teammate and defense partner, Sandine. Back to Lilligren. Another shot. They score! Matthews on a rebound in front of the net. And the Leafs have a 3-1 lead with some great puck control and some great pressure. Matthews threw a couple of shots from the high slot towards the net. They wouldn't go. And he ends up scoring from about the same range that he scored in L.A. two nights ago. Right from the blue paint. As Matthews goes to the net. He was looking for the one-timer just before that. Didn't get the puck. Went to the net. Shot comes from the point. Reimer makes the save with his left pad. And Matthews is right there to jam in the rebound and give the Leafs a 3-1 lead. Ninth of the season for Austin Matthews. And the Leafs take a 3-1 advantage here in San Jose. Played another shot on goal. Stopped by Reimer and the rebound goes into the corner. Radam Simic will get it out and the Sharks will carry to the red line. And now brought in over the line by Bonino. He had it stripped away though, but there's a whistle. Another Leaf penalty? Might have been a high, yeah, it's going to be a high stick. uh, Meyer, I think, got clipped. And so the Leafs, for the third time in the game, 
And it'll be Ritchie going to the penalty box for high sticking. And the Leafs will be a man short. The penalty kill brought to you by your Ontario, Ontario Packaging Centers, Ontario's largest one-stop shop for all your packaging and warehouse needs. I think Meyer grabs the stick of Ritchie, and Ritchie, in trying to pull it away, it then came up and hit Meyer. So I think technically you could have called a holding the stick penalty on that as well. Somewhat of a self-inflicted wound. Backhand by Marner didn't clear. Kept in at the blue line as uh, Couture got there first. Out here are the Sharks sending it back, and it's going to bounce past the intended receiver, and Carlson has to come all the way back to center ice. Meyer dropping it back in his own zone. Minute 35 to go on the power play. The Leafs up two. Brought to center ice to the line and in by Thomas Hurdle. Sent into the left wing corner. Hurdle went in there after it. It comes around on the boards, though, and the Leafs are going to get it down the ice. Reimer will leave it there. He came into the game 6-3-1 with a 2.04 goals against average and a 9.36 save percentage. Leafs intercept. And a pass now. Here's Kerfoot on a breakaway and a goal! Reimer stretched out in the front of Snow Angel and was able to get the right pad on it or the Leafs would have had their second shorty. Pass onto the wing for Carlson. Played on the backhand, back of the goal for Benino. Into the corner and back to the blue line once more. Carlson with it on the left wing side. Holds to the point again. Far side, a one-timer wall. Came across nicely and made the save as LeBanc got the shot away. LeBanc to the far wing and another shot. Blocked by Riley. Hammered on the wall and out and down it goes with a half minute to go on the power play. Brought out again by the Sharks and Carlson, or excuse me, it is uh, LeBanc in across the line. Had it taken away there by David Kampf, and he sends it down the ice. Boy, he could have looked for Engvall up the middle as well. Engvall could have been away on a short-handed breakaway. Six seconds left in the penalty. Sharks get it in again. A shot is lifted by Gregor over top of the goal. Another shot then on the left wing side taken by Weatherby went wide. Another shot blocked in front of the net. Penalty is over. Leafs get it ahead. Richie's out of the penalty box. He finds Engvall. And Engvall gets to the blue line and shoots it into Shark territory. Burns playing it back of the net for Couture. He returns the favor. Burns trying to get it ahead. Intercepted there by Tavares. Fed around back of the net now for Matthews. He tried to flip it in front of the net. Stolen back by Barabanov and played into the center ice area. Loose puck in across the line. A couple of players tangled up there. and Could have given up maybe double minors for holding to both of them. Played across the line for Bunting. Can't get around the defense. Classic stopping him there. And the Sharks get it out at center ice, only to have it turned over again. Matthews back in over the line. Matthews trying to stick handle through a crowd in front of the net and couldn't get it freed up to Spezza, who was stationed just off to his right. Spezza turns at his own blue line. Up on the left wing it goes, across the line it goes from Nylander, the drop pass, Matthews a shot! And he whistled that one just wide. The rebound has come all the way back into the leaf end. Toronto three, the Sharks one. Whole totals up to nine, but Matthews has been scoring a little differently than we saw last year. Here's a chance now for Simmons. Sharp angle was deflected by Vlasic wide of the goal. 
Hurdle trying to move it out, and a penalty coming here. Oh, this uh, this is, to me, a bit of a weak call, maybe a makeup call. Leafs are going to go to their first power play. Interference is going to be the infraction, but the Leafs will take it. Try to extend their lead to three. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. An interference penalty coming to Velasic, who collides with uh, Spezza in the face-off circle as he was into the forecheck. He looked a little more coincidental than anything else, but the Leafs get an opportunity to give Joe Wall a little more breathing room. Power play brought to you by our Ontario Subaru dealers as the Leafs win the draw. Here's Marner stepping in with a pass in front, trying to get a redirect there from Richie, and it goes down the ice. I think Marner took a page out of the Jason Spezza book. Get it at the right point. You got 20 feet in front of you. Skate it in. Drop pass finds Marner. He brings it to the line and in. Slid it off on the left wing side for Tavares. Back to the point. It goes to Riley. Riley, left wing side, Matthews. Fun back to Riley. Riley on the left wing with a shot. And that was blockered into the corner by Reimer. Back of the net. Matthews on to the left wing side. Down low in front for Tavares. He got it away. But it was partially blocked and then went just trickling wide to the near post. Round on the boards. The Leafs are going to keep it in. Far side. Matthews back to the blue line to Riley. Return to Matthews off the left wing. In front. Nylander whistled it wide. Matthews restores it. Back to the point to Riley again. Into Willie. Right side, Marner holds, still with it, in front for Tavares. They jam away at it, and it goes down into the corner. Three good scoring chances thus far. Here's Marner with it again. Back to the blue line to Riley. Left wing side, Willie. Now to Marner, a pass in front, looking for the redirect. To Nylander, and he lifted it over top of the goal. Great pressure here from the Maple Leafs. Power play. Riley on the left wing side. Top to Marner again, top of the circle. On to Matthews, holds a pass in, deflected by Nylander, over top of the goal. Another chance for Willie, another shot stopped. Tavares scores! Someone had to score. They had at least six real good scoring chances, and the captain makes it 4-1. to one. San Jose only were able to clear the zone once. Nylander probably had the best opportunities, but what you like about this, again, just like the Austin Matthews goal, get people in front of the net. And John Tavares, at first off to the side of Reimer, jumps on a rebound off a shot from Willie Nylander, and I think tucks this through the pads of James Reimer. You love the fact, no, I guess it went blocker side. You love the fact that it was a shoot-first mentality. A lot of shots coming from the high slot. Morgan oh. Riley started it. You, and you think about John Tavares' goals. John Tavares' goals are usually right in the doorstep, and that's going to be all for James Reimer as Adam uh, Hill is coming into the game. Leighton Hill was the one that actually beat the Leafs in Toronto earlier this season. But for Reimer, you remember a game... Remember, it was the, what was the promotion when Carolina was in? We played an afternoon game before Christmas. That was a wild 
comeback win for the Leafs after they chased James Reimer early. Carolina came back into a three-goal lead. So Tavares with his 10th goal of the season, his third by way of the power play. And the Leafs in two games here in California have already scored 10 goals. And an icing call here against the Sharks will bring it all the way back into the San Jose area. This goal comes at 10.44. And Matthews from Bunting and uh, Lilligren was the goal that uh, gave the Leafs the 3-1 lead. I thought that Sandine would have gotten an assist on that, but he didn't. Can I be saying Bunting redirected it on the way in? I guess. I guess he was the last assist, the primary assist, before Matthews put it home. But that was as potent a power play as the Leafs have yeah, I, had I agree. this season. But, but what I loved about it was the number of times they threw it to the net instead of keeping it cycled and, and keep looking for the perfect play they went a little old school go to the net and that's i think that's what you always loved about jason spence on the second unit get it to the right point he's throwing it to the net looking for traffic in front well it is a 4-1 toronto lead you're listening to multi-canadian leafs hockey on tsn 1050 and the maple leafs radio network from the department of it's a late night and I have very little else to do, Nick McVicker has now found out that the Maple Leafs have in fact drafted just 19 goaltenders since the draft was initiated. And we like to give out credit. Uh, no, to the drafted that have actually played. Yeah, played. Yeah. Yeah. But we like to give out that kind of information and give credit where credit is due just in case. It's wrong. It's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shot, two shots stopped by Joseph Wall. Was it us? No, that's not. It wasn't <laughs> us, guys. Yeah, they, they, well, the sharp boys behind the screen over there came up with that. One. Although, I mean, I've, I've done that where you go down the rabbit hole, you're looking at one <laughs> thing, and the next thing you know, you're looking up stuff that you're not sure you can find. Shot into the Toronto zone. Played around back of the net. Gregor trying to get it in front. Muzzin takes his man to the boards. It comes back to the blue line. Long shot. Wall may have got a piece of that, but there were a lot of bodies flailing around in front of the net, including Nick Benino. Now Nylander chips it down into the corner. First after the puck is uh, Tavares. Tavares trying to free it up. Now goes against the wall to get it back to the point. And it'll be Brody to the wing, and a shot taken by Kerfoot went off a leg and harmlessly wide into the corner. Barabanov playing it out into the center ice area and chipping it to the lead blue line. Back in the neutral zone again. Just seven minutes to go in the period, and uh, an offside whistle stops play. All right, I've got another one for Nick. Uh-oh. Has, I'm sure it's happened. I would assume it's happened, but I can't recall off the top of my head. If John Tavares, William T. Lander, Austin Matthews, and Mitch Marner ever scored in the same game, all in the same game, we're just missing Mitch Marner now. No. I am thinking of that Carolina game. There. It was what, I think 7 6? Yeah, it might have been it. Yep. Played down into the. I'm and, too busy doing play by play yeah. to do all of this and research. If, I'll leave that to you guys. And if you can grab me a coffee too, Nick, that would be great. <laughs> do I sugar cream with that, or are you just taking it black? 
Whatever takes the longest. <laughs> <laughs> Goes off a stick and into the But the big boys out and Marner's asking for a penalty. I don't know they're gonna discuss it. He may in fact get the second power play for Toronto as a result. By the way, talking about the two thousand and fifteen draft where the Leafs got Mitch Marner. Marner is the second highest score from that draft. And the Leafs are going to go to the power play on this, I think. Yeah. By the way, Marner's point totals 375. He is second to Connor McDavid's 610. Which just goes to show you, I mean, as impressive as Marner has been, I mean, what Connor McDavid has done has been incredible. Sheldon Keefe is in conversation now with one of the referees. Yes, about whether it was delay a game or not. And we're looking at Mike it again. Carlson, it's he's Carlson. well inside his own zone when it left. And no uh, one touched it, and it landed in the seats. I mean, that's got to be. I mean, the linesman turned right away. I, I don't know where they could say it went. It didn't hit the clock. I mean, it's when into the it, second row. <laughs> no penalty? No, no penalty. And I guess it's not a reviewable thing, so play on, McDuff, is told. And the Sharks will get it down into the Toronto end. That, that didn't come close to hitting it. And it was not even close to being to the blue line, which was the other. Yeah. Thing. Shot kept in by Burns, comes around on the wall. And Riley playing it back in the net for Brody, up on the wing for Marner, return to Brody. Brody steps to the side of the goal, returns it to Marner, and up on the wing it comes. Leafs bunting, sending it down into the zone. Out of the net is Hill to play it into the corner. Got it up on the wing for LeBanc, and out at center it'll come to the Toronto line. Sandine has to carry back into his own zone, fed around on the wall, cut off there by San Jose. Sharks backhanded into the corner. 4-1 Toronto with 5.44 to play. And a pass in front is whistled over top of the lead goal. And the rebound has come all the way out into center ice area where Vlasic has to go back. That was wired by Simic. Simic down into the far corner. Pass off a stick into the near corner. Carlson trying to get it back to the point. Vlasic keeps it in for him. Round back of the net it goes. Looking in front of the net. And there was LeBanc, but stepping in front of him was Spezza. And he carries to center ice, and the lead veteran sends it down into the shark zone. Out played back up along the wall by Semyonov. He couldn't keep it in. Leafs have to go back to center ice to restore. Hall launches a bouncing puck into the near corner. Tavares after it, centering pass. Blockered away there by Hill. Kept alive at the blue line by Toronto, but Vlasic... We'll get it around on the far boards. And now the Sharks get it out at center. Toronto 4, San Jose 1. Here are the Sharks walking the line as Hurdle gets it into the corner. The pass comes back to Hurdle. Near side, Middleton. His shot. Glove. Chest high by the brick wall. And he'll hold for a faceoff in the Toronto zone. Joe Wall's probably thinking right now, this league's a lot of fun, isn't it? It sure is when you have a three or four goal lead, it is. It is a 4-1 advantage, Toronto. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Nylander, Matthews, Tavares, and Simmons have scored the Toronto goals. And uh, 10 goals scored in the last two games in California. 
Mitch Marner does not have a single point. Is baffling, and and yet he's been the same old Mitch Marner. He's created. He's making some great plays. Laid down into the or the uh, San Jose end by her foot. Engball gets it. Spin back to the point. Shot deflected in front of the net by Kerfoot. Went wide. Aiden Hill in goal, taking over for James Reimer, who has given up all four goals. That'll give the goals against average and save percentage a hit. It was 2.04 of the goals against average coming in. Played along the boards. The Leafs able to spin it out at center. Camp will send it in, but it's a delayed offside, but the Leafs are changing anyway, and they'll bring it back as the Sharks get it out into the center ice area. James Reimer has been in six games against the Leafs. Here's a chance for bunting going to the net, and that was stopped by Hill. He's 1-1-0 in six appearances with a 4.75 goals against average against his former teammate. How many appearances? Six? Six. And one and one. One and one. Because, well, we mentioned that game against Carolina where he got pulled. The 8-7 win by the Leafs. Here's a chance now for Toronto. A pass in front of the net by Matthews. Instead of shooting it, he was looking for bunting. Sharks get it to the line. Matthews knocks it back into the corner. Spun back on the wing and kept alive by San Jose, who play it to an open corner. Leafs against the boards, getting it freed up for Nylander and quickly played by the Leafs to center. And all the way down the ice, it's going to go in an icing charge. Will come here against Toronto. Another game you can remember where Reimer played against the Leafs and did not get a decision was the David Ayers game. He was in, got hurt. Peter Morazic went in and got hurt before David Ayers was called upon. But it is amazing. Six appearances is only two, two decisions. Two decisions. Well, he'll be on the hook for this one, uh, barring a comeback by the San Jose Sharks, who on home ice this year are 5-3-1 and one, and 10-8-1 and one overall for 21 points. Cleared by the Leafs down the ice, and the Sharks go back with 2.40 to play in the period. Pass up on the left wing side, brought in over the line then by Bonino. He goes down into the corner after it. Lilligren was able to knock it away. Back of the net, Cogliano trying to free it up. He'll go into the corner with it now. Cogliano coming out with a shot in traffic, and Wall got a blocking glove in front of that. Played around on the far side for Kerfoot. He took a hit but couldn't get the puck out. The pass on the wing, though, intercepted by Tavares. Spun ahead, Nylander, breakaway, in a goal! And off the goaltender and off the iron, and it goes wide. Nylander had a clear-cut breakaway, but what a great touch pass from John Tavares to spring him breaking through the middle. My Nylander could have four tonight. (laughs) Take a little thought process on the way to the bench, courtesy of Willie Nylander. Played around the boards in the shark zone. Launched high, and it's going to go over the glass, but this one, I think, is off a stick and will be out of play. By the way, you know, for the Leafs to be up at this point, and there's certainly enough time for the Sharks to mount a comeback. San Jose has absolutely owned the Leafs in the last 16 games these teams have played. 12-3-1 are the Sharks since the 2011-2012 season, and that includes the win... Scotiabank Arena by San Jose earlier this season. 
Now, I stand corrected because they have added an assist to Mitch Marner on the power play goal from Tavares. So he does have a point in the 10 goals that have been scored thus far. Hall unable to keep the puck in. Nieto in across the line. A shot taken there by LeBanc was directed easily by Wall wide of the net. And the Leafs carry back at center. Here's Spezza making a couple of nifty moves. And then on the short side, off the shoulder of Hill, and it went wide. Pretty good rush from the veteran from Mississauga. As it's played back down into the shark zone and around the boards, it'll come to the blue line. And San Jose will have to organize in their own end with less than a minute to go. Pass ahead for Nieto. Over on the right wing for LeBanc. That was directed wide by Wall. Buck is along the boards in the near corner. Dragged along there by Richie. He gets knocked down. The puck underneath him. And it is Brody freeing it up for Riley, who couldn't get it out. And then a shot is smothered by Wall from inside the right wing circle. And he'll hold for a faceoff in the Toronto end. Hard not to love Jason Spencer. Is it plays for the minimum, just to play for the Leafs? And he's still making plays like this. An end-to-end rush. Scored on a power play against Los Angeles two nights ago. And just a great burst of speed. And you just there's just been no drop in his game. Really, and I mean over the last two or three years. Absolutely. Hang ball after the puck. And whether it's because he doesn't play as much and he has more energy or whatever for whatever reason, but wherever he is plugged in, it works. It works. Long shot, directed wide of the net. Leafs playing it off the boards. Just a dozen seconds left in the period. Engball got it ahead, and Kerfoot's going to backhand it high, but too high. Ends up going into the screen with 6.5 seconds remaining in the second period. And another huge second period for the Maple Leafs. They had a huge second frame in uh, Los Angeles when they opened up a 5-1 lead. They've opened up a 4-1 advantage here. It's been a rarity for the Leafs to even score two goals in the first period this season. I believe they did it the third game of the year against Ottawa at home. And had a couple in Buffalo. Leafs win the draw, get it off on the wing. A long shoot-in will be handled by Hill, and that ends the period. At least the shooting percentage will go up a little. At least four goals on 20 shots. Sharks have had 19. But the Leafs really, I think the most impressive thing right now from Joe Waljo is the fact that the goalie gives up, the ties the game in the first period, wasn't a great one to give up. And what's he done since? He shut it down, and the Leafs reward him with three at the other end. Matthews and Tavares on the power play. Add in the second period, and the Maple Leafs will skate off with a 4-1 advantage after 40 minutes of play. Tim Taddy standing by with our second period intermission. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. 